0: Hello and welcome to the Lash Business Lounge. I'm your host, Lauren Lappin, and in this podcast, we talk all things Lash and beauty, business related. So grab yourself a cuppa or a wine, depending on your taste, make some mental notes or some real notes if you like, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. And today I have well, I'm answering a little bit of a question that I had from someone on Instagram, and it was a fairly interesting question, I thought. And the question was: is it hard having a big team? And I thought about it, and I thought it was really interesting because my reaction was you need to choose your hard because yes, having a large team is hard, but also working on your own and doing everything yourself within your business is also very, very hard. So today I wanted to just go over some of the things uh, that I deal with within my business, having a large team versus how it would be working on your own and just going over some pros and cons of each and then letting you know what I think is easier just at the end of the episode today. So, we'll get straight into it. So, I'm going to start off by talking about some of the things you need to be thinking about if you do have a team that, you know, some people may find a little bit difficult. So, with a team, You need to be working on your marketing constantly. So you need to understand marketing. You need to understand your ideal clients and speak to them directly with your paid and free marketing. So obviously your social media stuff that you're putting out there and any paid advertising that you are putting out there as well. So that can be on social media or it could be, you know, advertising on television or radio or you know, at your local cinema or something like that, whatever you've decided to do, I will talk about paid advertising in another episode, but today I'll just stick to the topic at hand. But yeah, so you need to be working on your marketing. You need to set aside time every week to be focusing on your marketing, content creation and engaging with your audiences on your social media platforms so it's no good if you have a large team and you are paying them to be at work and they are all standing around doing nothing. That's There's nothing worse than that. It's the worst feeling when you are paying someone to do a job and they're not doing it for whatever reason. So, yeah, you need to be focusing on your marketing to bring in new clients all the time. Now, the next thing that you need to do is you need to be... Constantly developing systems and processes for your team to follow. So, procedures and policies around things. And, you know, these can be very, very, very simple, you know, and as simple as how to unlock the salon each morning and get it ready for the first client to walk in the door. Now, a lot of people take these things for granted, but Some people need a written procedure to follow, and I can tell you now that it is a lot faster to get new team members up and running if you have a procedure manual for your business. One of the first things in my procedure manual is how to unlock the salon, how to disarm the alarm. You know, the procedure that you need to follow by turning the computers on, turning the wax pots on. Putting the sign out, putting the um, you know the foot mat outside the door, you know which lights need to be turned on, what the air conditioner needs to be set at. So these are very 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 simple things, but your business will run a lot more smoothly without you there all the time if you have these things in writing and you have some sort of process for your team to follow. So I am always looking at my systems in my salon procedure manual and thinking up ways of how we can simplify things, make it easier, you know, whether we should have this stored in paper format or in digital format. I actually have it in both and it's made my life a whole lot easier because, you know, whenever someone asks me a question about how to do something, I don't have to physically go in and show them. How to do it. It's not the best use of my time, especially if it's a job that somebody is going to have to do over and over and over again, or every new person that you put on, you're going to have to show or teach them, or somebody is going to have to teach them, whether it's you or your salon manager or your receptionist or whoever. But if you have something in writing, it's a very streamlined way to get new team members up and running, and it saves you a lot of time in the future if you have something like that for your business. Now, the third thing I want to talk about is managing the team. So if you have a team, you obviously need to put time into managing them. So by managing the team, I mean training them. You need to have some sort of incentive and bonus system in place to keep them motivated and happy. You need to have a Team meetings. I have team meetings in my salon once a week. They're a non-negotiable. They are at 11 a.m. every Monday and everyone is expected to attend. It's a non-negotiable. Everyone's paid for this time because communication is key. I really think within a business and if you have a reasonably large team, most of the problems that occur within your team are because of some sort of communication breakdown And if you don't have good communication in place, that's where things start to go wrong. So, I put a lot of effort into making sure I understand my team. I spend a lot of time with them. We have team, monthly team rewards, so everyone stays motivated through the month. I also have individual bonuses and incentives set up with my team I also do individual weekly lunch meetings as well with each of my team members. So once a week, I will take one person out for lunch and we'll just basically have an informal catch up and we'll discuss anything that needs to be discussed, whether, you know, they need to tell me anything or I need to pull them up on anything or, you know, most of the time, though, I'm really lucky because I have a fantastic team I don't need to pull them up on anything. And if I do, it's just casual. It's not like a serious talking to or anything like that. So, yeah, basically, I will have a meeting once a week with one team member and then I just roll through everyone. So, I'm only having one meeting. A week, And yeah, it takes about six or seven weeks for them to c- get back around and have another meeting with me. But I also have a really, you know, casual sort of open door policy with my staff. I let them know. I try to make myself very approachable and let them know that they can come to me with any problems or anything at all. Just come to me and tell me straight away because, like I said, most problems within a team will occur after some sort of communication breakdown, you know, when things are left unsaid and then tension builds, especially when, you know, it's a workplace full of women. These things tend to happen. I'm not saying that that, you know, problems happen only in workplaces with women, but they certainly happen in all different types of workplaces and all different types of problems and things like that. But within my own business and, and my own experience over the years, most problems happen because of a communication breakdown. So those three things are probably the things I get asked about the most you know, within my role as the business owner. Now, I do have a team manager or a salon manager as well. So, she looks after, uh, I guess, more client complaints and day-to-day running of the salon, you know, administration, things that my full-time receptionist can't handle. She will sort of take over and, yeah, she doesn't tend to bother me with the little things. So, Those are the bigger things that I do in my business. So I focus on marketing, I focus on systems and processes and procedures and policies and managing the team. I I always want my team to be performing at their optimum level. So I really put a lot of effort into making sure everyone is happy and everyone's getting along and I'm always asking them if there's anything I can do for them or anything to help or whatever. So those are the three things that I focus on now that I have a large team. So quickly before I move on to working solo, I just want to mention, you know, there are pros and cons with everything. And obviously when you have a large team, some of the pros for me Is that I have flexibility. I don't need to be in my salon every day, all day. I don't have to be there to unlock the door and start everything up in the morning. I don't have to be there to lock it every night. I can take off for a few days on short notice if I need to. You know, I have a team that can do my clients for me, and I also have a full time receptionist that can reschedule everyone. I don't even need to do that. So, I have a lot more flexibility within my salon business, and obviously, I make a lot more money because when it's just yourself, there's only a certain amount of hours in the day that you can work. Uh, there's only a certain amount of energy that you have; it's not infinite. So, yeah, I I make a lot more money because I have a team, and I don't even need to be there. So, I only work on clients one day a week now in my salon. And I am looking at cutting that down as we go into 2022 as well, because, yeah, I, I just don't need to be there. I've grown my team to a point where, you know, I'm quite happy with how everything is going that I, I just don't even need to be there. Uh, so that's another pro. And yeah, moving on to the cons, obviously managing lots of people is not everyone's cup of tea. There have been times where it has been quite difficult, but as time has gone on and I've become more experienced as a manager, experienced as a leader, I've come to realise, I've looked back at, you know, problems that were occurring in the past and I realised that I just didn't have the right people working for me. So, you learn to sort of interview better and spot people and, you know, hire better. And, Yeah, obviously, I put a lot of effort into my communication and everything with my team, as I've described earlier. So, you know, that can be a con, that it can be difficult to manage a lot of people. Another con is the responsibility of it all. I know that some people, you know, they don't like to think that they're responsible for paying the wages of multiple people or, you know, that you're responsible for the livelihood of, you know, multiple people. I don't tend to think about that, something that I can sort of put it out of my mind because I know deep down that, you know, my business will always be successful. So, I don't tend to think about that, but that is a con that some people, they don't want that burden. They don't want to have to think they're responsible for, you know, other people's financial stability and things like that. So, that is another con with a team. And yeah, just like I mentioned as well, you know, keeping everyone happy. Some people don't want to have to deal with that. And that's something I, I think that is ingrained in my personality. I like, I am a little bit of a people pleaser. I'm a, I'm one of these classic people pleasers. I, I, I struggle with my boundaries sometimes, but I do like to keep everyone happy. That's something that I've done my whole life. And I, you know, I love to keep people happy when I was doing lashes full time or, you know, as a beauty therapist working in like a spa based salon, you know, I love making people feel good. So, you know, now my role has kind of shifted a little bit to, you know, keeping my team happy and then they keep all the clients happy. So it has changed a little bit over the years, but essentially it does come down to the same thing. But yeah, that is something else that uh, not everyone wants to do. So now I'm going to move into some of the things that you need to be doing if you don't have a team working in your business. When you are working on your own, obviously, you are going to be working on clients most of your working hours. So, if your salon is open Tuesday through to Saturday, you know, nine to five, you're typically going to be working those hours. So, basically, you are kind of more like an employee in your business because you are stuck there. You're the sole Person that's responsible for bringing income in. So, your income level is directly correlated to the amount of time you spend working on clients. You also need to be focusing on your marketing as well because you need to always market yourself so that you have new clients coming in. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that will, you know, close their books or whatever because they're so booked out with their current clients, but. I believe that it's quite arrogant to think that you don't need to advertise ever again for any new clients because, you know, things happen. People, they decide not to get lashes all the time or, you know, they might have a change in their financial circumstances or or whatever. They may develop an allergy or something like that and, you know, suddenly you've got a spot for someone new. So, I don't think that anyone should ever just completely stop marketing themselves altogether uh, when you're in business. So you need to be putting effort into that. You probably also need to keep your salon clean and tidy, whether it be, you know, a commercial salon or whether you're you're in a home salon. So you need to be keeping it clean. You need to be making an effort to keep it presented really, really well all the time for your clients. You also need to be doing administration work as in, you know, keeping appointments, you know, rescheduling people, getting back to voicemails, all of that sort of thing, it falls on your shoulders as well. So if you don't have anyone to do that for you, you need to be doing it and you need to be scheduling in time so that it happens because it is not very fun if you've just done an 11 or a 12 hour day with clients. And then you've got, you know, half an hour worth of voicemails to listen to and get back to because it just extends your working hours. So, you really need to focus on that as well because obviously as an appointment-based business owner, if you haven't been following up with voicemails and texts and, you know, Instagram and Facebook messages and things like that, people wanting to make new appointments or changing appointments around and things like that, you're not going to have people booked in. And if you don't have people booked in, you don't make money. So a big focus goes to administration as well. Plus all the other things, you know, stock ordering, stock keeping, organising any sort of renovations for your space or anything like that, you know, uniforms, your branding, all of that stuff all falls on your shoulders. So it is still really hard. It's, it's really hard working on your own it's just a different kind of hard. So that's why I said at the start of this episode, you know, you, you need to choose your hard and that's why I I answered this question to that person that asked me this, you know, is it really hard with a team? You know, you need to choose your hard. So going over the pros and cons with working alone, like I said, you you are kind of locked in. You're you're it's like you're working for somebody else. You are working for your clients, essentially, you're still basically an employee of your own business. You have to work very, very hard physically because you're physically in your business to earn money. And that, that is quite difficult, especially when you have to do all of the other things that I just mentioned. But some of the pros are you don't have to worry about anybody else. So you don't have to worry about what anybody else is doing in your business, and this might really suit some of these um, control freaks out here. Now, I like I I wish I had lost my control freak tendencies a little bit earlier on in my life, but I am a recovering control freak, and I found it very very difficult to hand over clients, uh, you know, that I had had for years to my team members, and I know that a lot of us struggle with that, so if you're working on your own and you're a bit of a control freak, you don't have to worry about anybody else. You don't you don't have to worry about stressing about what anybody else is doing in your business or whether, you know, your team members are looking after your clients as good as what you could or, or anything like that. That is a big pro uh, for a lot of people because a lot of people don't want the worry of worrying about other people. But to me, having done both over the years, I've worked alone. I worked at home on my own. uh, And then I was in a commercial salon on my own for nearly 12 months. And then I started growing my team. And I 100% know that I would always choose having a team over working alone. I love the flexibility of it. I love that I can spend time with my kids. I can go pick them up. I can drop them off at school every day if I want to. I can take time off whenever I need to. And I know that I have a fantastic team in there running the day-to-day stuff in the salon. I don't have to worry about the little things anymore as much. So for me, it is easier having a team working in my salon business. They've simplified my life and I I just find it a lot easier and a lot more rewarding. And, you know, I work a lot you know, just because I'm not physically seeing clients in my salon. I do still work a lot. I have a couple of businesses on the go, but I don't have a lot of time for socializing. And I feel like my team is kind of my social outlet as well. We're all really, we get along really well and we're all really good friends. But yeah, to me, I believe it's easier having a team, but it just depends what your goals are and, you know, what you see for yourself in the future. But um. If you need help building a team, I am a beauty business coach as well. So feel free to shoot me a DM and we can chat about some coaching and I would really love to help you. But that is all I've got for you today, guys. What's harder, working alone or building a team or with a team? I'll catch you all next week. If you want to reach out and connect with me or ask any questions about anything that we talked about today, you can find me on Instagram. So it's Lauren Lappin underscore. So that's L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-P-I-N underscore on Instagram. Or you can join the Lash Business Lounge Facebook group where we talk all things Lash business related. Thanks again so much for listening. My name is Lauren Lappin. Catch you all again soon.